Our journey was always going to be unconventional, but it became extraordinary when my child said to me, don't call me Nora, call me Nate. The way it happened was so strange. It was. Because we both got like a stomach virus, and it was bad. But we both pulled through. But right after that, you got extremely ill. And that is what happens with Guillain-Barre. Some people, it all starts with a stomach virus. And some people are fine. Most people are fine. Mm -hmm. A very small set of people their immune system attacks. Yeah. And, and that's what happened with me. And that is what Guillain-Barre does. Mm-hmm. And, but then they decided I had the chronic version of it. So fun. And I don't know what that means. It means it's, Guillain-Barre is something that you have and you get over. Mm-hmm. Chronic means you have forever. Yeah, which you pretty much do. I have it forever. And, you know, so it's it's not fun. But, I mean, most of my symptoms are gone. Like, I can I can now do almost everything yep. that I could do I mean, before. All you have is cramps at this point. Yeah, and I don't have as much hand strength as I used to have. No. I don't. I can't open things as well as I used to be able to. I mean, of course, you still have your mom's strength, but, you know. I still have my what? Your mom's strength, you know, when you, like— when your child needs something, like open uh, this this can this can, please. You know, yes. You know that thing. I can. I my mama mode kicks in. <laughs> I can do those things, but yeah. So, but the cramping is bad, and it yeah. it lays me out on occasion, mm-hmm. and that's how I broke my leg. Mm-hmm. In five places. That was incredibly hard. We were both sick. We both yeah. had a stomach virus. Mm-hmm. We, it was a yeah, it was a stomach bug, and we were laid out for three days. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was bad. bad. <laughs> we were both very, very sick. And then, and we were supposed to go to our friend's house for a Super Bowl party. And I was making something. I can't remember what I was taking. I think brownies. But that feels weird because I don't normally mm. normally make brownies. But anyway, like it doesn't brownies. matter. I was taking something. And I was like, on Saturday, I was like, I don't know if we can go because I was still feeling awful. Mm-hmm. Um, you had started to feel better, but you got sick first. So yes. you were starting to feel better. Sunday morning, I woke up and I felt great. Like, it was like, oh, I'm done. This is wonderful. We can go to the Super Bowl party. And... And I remember trying to make the food, and I was like, God, my legs feel really weak. My hands feel really weak. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird. I was like, well, I must have been – this virus must have really knocked it out of me. But you still went to, to work. This was Sunday. This was Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, okay. I did go to work the next day. So we go to the party, 
Yeah. And I'm trying to take a tray of something out of the oven. And all of a sudden, my hands stop working. And I can't hold on to it. And our friend was there. And and he grabbed it from my hands as it's about to fall to the floor. Because I can't hold on to it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I was like, this is weird. So I went to go sit down, and I, I sat down for the rest of the time. And I, on Monday, the next day, I got up to go to work. And Grandma stayed home with me because I couldn't go to school. No, you, I went to school, but no, then you I went came to home early because I felt sick. Yeah, I, that's right. You went to school. I went to work because I had a doctor's appointment anyway that day mm-hmm. in the afternoon. But as I was getting ready— the pain in my legs was so bad, I was crying trying to put on my makeup. I was just – and I couldn't hold on to the to the eyeliner and stuff. I just couldn't hold on to things. It was really, really weird. But when I sat down, I felt fine. So I was like, okay, I must have pinched a nerve or something. Like, this is just weird. So I go to work and then go to the doctor's. And I get to the doctor, and, he, you know, it's my regular appointment, and he's like, and I was like, okay, this is really strange, but I must have pinched a nerve, but I don't know what kind of doctor to go to for this. And he's listening to me, and he goes, yeah, so you don't go to a doctor for this. And I was like, you don't? He goes, no, you go to the emergency room <laughs> for this. Mm-hmm. I was like, huh. Yeah, I remember that because I was at home with a robe on. By the microwave, because I felt so bad. And Grandma was in the, what is now our dining room. Yeah. It was our living room. Um, and she got a call from you, and it was something, something, something. What? You're in the emergency room? <laughs> and that freaked me out, because I didn't know if there's like, like, what had happened, if you had gotten in a car crash, if you were severely hurt, any of that. So I started crying. Grandma told me everything was fine. Of course, I didn't believe her because that's what, you know, parents do. They tell you everything is fine even when it's clearly not. Clearly not. So I'm sitting in the emergency room. And I call my uncle, who's the doctor, and said, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm experiencing. And he's like, if they don't mention Guillain-Barre in the next in the first five minutes that you're talking to somebody, call me back and I'll talk to them. It's like, okay. So I got seen right away and I I got diagnosed right away. And I was in the hospital for a week. Mm-hmm. And this was around Valentine's Day because you, cause was, I remember that because I had to stay at grandma and grandpa's house and it was during Valentine's Day. I could not come home for Valentine's Day. Mm-mm. So I got admitted on Monday. Because I went to go visit you in the hospital on Valentine's Day. You did. And some of our friends had been there. They brought you, like, chocolates and stuff. Flowers and balloons. But by Wednesday, I could not sit in a chair and lift my legs enough to put on clothes. Mm -hmm. I couldn't hold a fork. It got bad really quickly. Got bad really quickly. You lost all, like, motor control. And it was bad because I remember, yeah, we – you either had a cane or you were just straight up in a wheelchair. Yeah, for a while. And then I started treatment. 
And luckily, it didn't do what it could have done, which is it could have shut down my my lungs and my heart yeah. and everything else. But it didn't. They stopped it in time. It was so scary to not be able to do anything that it just felt like, well, this feels normal. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that. I remember because I remember because me and Grandma came, came one time, and we put you in a wheelchair and we wheeled you down to Chick Fil A. We had Chick Fil A together. We did. We did. And you were in, you know, the robe. Well, yeah, I was. Well, I couldn't dress myself. No, you had to keep the robe on. I couldn't. I couldn't get to the bathroom by myself. Mm-mm. I couldn't do anything. I went home, and they said you're good. And I started IVIG treatments, mm-hmm. and the nurses came. Every morning. Every week. Every Friday. Every Friday afternoon, actually. Because I could I could then work in the morning and then take off the afternoon because it, it was so – and then Grandma would pick you up from school on Fridays mm-hmm. and bring you home. Mm-hmm. And little – little hiccup. Well, Grandma really picked me up almost all the time. Yeah, well, she had to then because I couldn't – I was couldn't working. Drive. Yeah, well, I was working when I was healthy. I was working, and so she picked you up. Or, and then when I got sick, I couldn't drive mm-hmm. for a while. And then – I remember the time that you were so late. It made me feel like you forgot me. It took a while to get through the IVIG treatments, Mm -hmm. and they had to give me meds to get through it. Yeah, I remember that distinctly as well, because that is when I got my first period, was when you were on your IVIG treatments. Yeah, that's probably right. Mm -hmm. And that was embarrassing. I hated that. I got it when we were doing PE at the gym that was across from our school because we used this other school's gym yes you did and one of the coaches laughed at me what yeah i told you this no you did not did you did no i totally did because i remember talking to you about this because i've told all of our friends as well that somebody laughed at you yes and it hurt me because i was like why are you laughing at me it's just something that happens. I know. You were really calm when that happened, by the way. I mean, the whole having your first period. You were you knew what was happening, and you handled it very, very well. Mm, we had already talked about it. Yeah. I mean, this, but I – they're like, can you walk back to school? And I was like, I'm really? Bro- I'm not broken. Are you <laughs> – but at the same time, I was in a lot of pain. I mean, I had never experienced this. Yeah. So no, it's bad. <laughs> my first crams were bad. So we took the bus back to school. And it was one of the teachers. It was the teacher that told me that I shouldn't hug men because oh. they might be child molesters. Oh, yeah. She was she was a piece of work. Mm-hmm. I I did get better. And then starting around... Thanksgiving, a mm-hmm. little bit before, I felt like I was getting worse. I had gone back to the office and I was coming home early most days because I couldn't function anymore. And I would come home and f- 
I didn't even make it to my bed. I follow, I get to the couch, fall sound, I set an alarm, fall sound asleep for an hour, hour and a half mm-hmm. until I had to go get you. And so I ended up taking a leave from work. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember any of this. I took it from, I took it through November, December, and part of January. I don't know why, but I always tend to forget Thanksgivings and Christmases. Isn't that interesting? Every year. I don't know how to take that. I'm sorry that you don't remember. I was extremely closeted. And I did not know how to deal with anything. Yeah. I was really young. And that was, I think that was around the first time that I had actually dissociated. Because I remember I was walking to class. And I was like, really bright and it was like the day after you know our friends from germany left Mm -hmm. and i just remember losing all feeling like in my body like i didn't feel like i was in my body i think that was the last time that i felt that i was truly in my body it's been a while that's weird years i just don't even know what that feels like like i can't it's so hard to explain and it's so weird because The more you think about it, the more aware you are of it. Yeah, it's just, it's, I just. Yeah, so, I mean, that time, so you have told me before, me getting ill. It was really hard for me. That was terrifying for me. Yeah. I mean, that was so hard. I couldn't sleep anymore. I was having a really hard time with focusing. I started falling asleep in class. My grades slipped completely. I was failing my classes. I remember because they called you in and you came in with like a cane. You had to come on by the slope. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't explain it without crying because I did not know how to. It was so hard. I remember we sat in a conference room with my French teacher and um, the principal. Yeah, the head of school. Yeah. um, Because I had had multiple warnings at this point of not falling asleep in class. And this was in eighth grade. This is... It was 2019. Yeah, it was right at eighth grade. And um, I remember you came in, and I think that's when they kind of realized why I was having such a hard time. And you explained what happened, and I was just, I didn't know what to do. It's the first time I had ever gotten in trouble at school. Well, and to be fair, you weren't in trouble as much as they were just very, very worried about what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it probably felt that you were in trouble, but they were trying to figure out. They didn't know. And I should have told them. But I was – I just was trying to pretend that everything was fine. Mm-hmm. That was a tough time. We had the tornado in October, yep. end of October. Mm-hmm. We thought I was fine. Yeah. 
I mean, everything seemed fine. It was except exactly cramp- like how it is now. Yeah, except for the cramping, right? Everything felt fine. And we made it through the tornado. I mean, we hid in the closet and we had to hold the door shut and then we lost part of our roof and we and lost a whole bunch of the garage. Hiccup ran outside and you had to go grab him. Yes, Hiccup did. That was terrifying. I thought we were going to die because everything was so loud. But I got him and we were all safe. And then literally a week later, I yeah, broke my about, leg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember because I had already started going back to school. Yeah. And it was on a Friday because it happened. At we, three in the morning yeah, on Friday. Yeah. And yes. we called an ambulance because we called grandma and grandpa first. And Grandpa saw it and he's like, we cannot put you in the car. We cannot no. lift you up. Well, it was a compound fracture. so mm-hmm. it, Your foot was hanging off of your leg. Yeah, it was bad. Broken five places. Yeah, I remember. And all I did was get out of bed Yeah, because the cramp was so bad. And I was in so much pain. I was trying to work off the cramp in my leg. But as I was getting out of bed, half asleep... The ball of my foot cramped up as well. So when I went to go put, when I went to go step down and put pressure on my foot and on my leg, it snapped. Yeah. Because it was so twisted. And then I fell. Yeah. People always go, so you you fell and you broke your leg. And I'm like, no, no, no. I broke my leg and then I fell. Yeah. (laughs) It didn't happen the other way around, which Mm -hmm. would be normal, but not the way I did it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, you know, the doctors were like, we only see this in like basketball players. Yeah, like, and well, skiers. And skiers, you know, people that jump up and then— Do mass, like, like athlete competitions. Yeah, no, like, like extreme sports and yeah. stuff like that. Yes, but no, I remember, it was bad. Because I remember, yeah, and it didn't happen. And we followed the ambulance, and yes. I was asleep in the waiting room Yes, um, for hours. And we went back home, me and Grandma, and we laid in your bed— I lied on your side Aww. to um, try to go back to sleep, and I did. And then I went back to school, and I was there, and I was like, yeah, sorry, I'm kind of late. My mother broke her foot this morning. Yes. Yeah, and I had to get surgery, and that was when they realized that the disease I have— was producing many more side effects than they realized. Mm -hmm. That's when they realized that the cramping was that bad. Because, you know, they didn't really understand that it was that bad until the cramping literally caused me to break my leg in five places. Mm -hmm. And then, then I got better. Well, we got through the holidays. I couldn't walk for Mm -hmm. eight weeks. So then I go back to work in Part-time in March yep. of 2020 because my leg had finally healed enough that I could walk. Mm-hmm. And I was in the office part-time for less than a, two weeks and COVID hit. Yep. Right as mom, <laughs> like, like, like seriously, <laughs> the broken leg had finally like healed. It yep. was COVID. Then we all were home for COVID. Mm-hmm. And that pissed you off, remember? I it, I really was pissed. I wanted to be, I wanted to go back to normal, not realizing that normal had sailed. Mm-hmm. Like there was there was no more normal. There is no normal anymore. No, we don't. We can't expect it anymore. And everything has. There's so much that has happened. 
especially this year, for everyone. There's a lot. Yes. If you or someone you know is struggling, please reach out to Trans Crisis Lifeline at 877-565-8860. Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Dial 988 or go to 988lifeline.org. You are not alone. Thanks for joining us. Please rate the show, tell your friends, and send us a comment at info at don'tcallmenora.com. Become a patron for exclusive benefits. I am Nate. And I'm Charlie. Join us for the next episode of Don't Call Me Nora. This has been a K2T production. Georgiana Moreland, executive producer.